Hi guys, welcome to Christ Curls and Conversations. Today we are here with one of my best friends, Kristen Martinez. We are in Texas right now, and this is actually my first interview that I'm doing in person, so it's really cool that I get to be here with you and actually uh, hear about your testimony in person instead of virtual. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I kind of just want to jump into your testimony with pornography. When did it start for you? And when did you realize that it was damaging? Um, I believe the first time I viewed pornography when I was about seven or eight years old. Um, I was exposed to it because there was somebody else in the home that was also looking at it. Um, so that's kind of how I saw it. Um, and I knew that, of course, immediately that it wasn't necessarily something that I should be watching. And mostly because I would observe this person trying to keep it in secret. So that made it really clear. Um, but I didn't uh, indulge in it until I was about 11 years old when my body started changing and I started going through puberty. Um, I kind of used it the puberty as an excuse to go ahead and, oh, this will help me um, be able to understand more what my body's going through. And being able to see these other women will help me feel more normal about things that I see on my body. So mm -hmm. I started kind of looking at it and then um, I was encouraged to masturbate. Like people told me that that was a healthy thing to do. And it made a lot of sense to me because I grew up in church and was told, you know, you really should wait till marriage. And whenever I started having all of these overwhelming, like, sexual desires inside of me, I was like, well, this is how people save themselves from marriage. Like, there's no other way. Like, they have mm -hmm. to be satisfying themselves in some way. Um, have to be feeding that sexual desire. So it just made a lot of sense to me. I was like holding on to it like a like my lifeline to save myself from marriage but little did I know now I understand that uh, purity has way more to do with just like physical intercourse it's like everything wow. intimate um, and uh, it's not healthy for me to be having sex with myself um, so that was pretty much all through middle school um, I, I kind of fell away from it because I started going to church and wanted to take the Lord seriously, 7th, 8th grade, and kind of leading into high school. Um, and I think the enemy, like, directly started to hone in on me because that made him angry because in ninth grade, uh, second semester, I, um, not sure if any of y'all have experienced this before, but this boy came into my life and it was just that interaction where you you come into proximity with somebody and there's just this undeniable like sexual like like it's like their sex spirit or whatever lustful nature and yours are just like honing after each other mm -hmm. and um I know that I've mistaken that before as love at first sight <laughs> but it's very much lust at first sight and um yeah, he ended up, I dated him all of high school and, you know, first everything, first time. And um, I just completely started to, like, submit to all the sexual nature, sexual sinful nature inside of me. And um, anything and everything was, I was open to. And 
sex, pornography, masturbation, anything that he wanted and all that. And I remember um, something that I, God revealed to me, I think it was like six months ago. I remember I always used to be very angry at this boy um, because we, I gave him my first time and to me it was extremely special. Um, and I remember being so angry because the first time we had sex he was like, kind of like, kind of backed away from me and he was, he said, that wasn't your first time. You, mm. There's no way, like you were way too comfortable. And he was kind of like upset and like thinking that I tried to deceive him and I was like, yeah. No, I was devastated and heartbroken and like I wanted to cry because I, you know, it was so, it was very special to me and like I, I did love him and, um, for him to say that and kind of take that away from me, um, was very hard for me to understand. Mm -hmm. Six months ago, I was pondering that again and I was just like, wow, I have no, he was just responding to the way that I was so comfortable and actually he was correct because I had had sex before. I had been having sex with myself for years wow. before I actually had sex with him. Mm. So I already knew many things and what I wanted and what I liked and um, yeah, I, I was able to really let go of that um, thing that I had been holding against him and uh, really understood when he said that to me, but mm -hmm. I I know that um, maybe other people have had that a similar experience as well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, pornography I, introduced to me at a very young age, um, and uh, that's kind of been in my life all the way up until my early twenties until I submitted to the Lord at age twenty three. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> In, so your first time when he was saying you felt so comfortable, mm. it's because of the fact that you had already been learning from all of the pornography that you had yeah. been watching. Basically, essentially like studying. Yeah. Um, because there was also kind of like a control thing that came along with me watching pornography. Like I said before, um, I was exposed to it from an older man that I saw and saw doing it and um I remember thinking to myself he's a grown-up and he, that's still what he desires for so wow. I can have some sort of leg up if I understand and I can be that for whoever I end up being with wow. so that they don't ever have to go to anything else because I'm being that porn star for them or I'm mm -hmm. being that sexual whatever I was learning how to be a woman and how to be sexual and pleasing and desirous to men from pornography basically wow. and um, it was it's not it's it's such a false reality because beauty is in the eye of the beholder and Amen. you will I have ended up getting um, turned on by whatever I'm allowing to, um, inter whatever I'm entertaining myself, um, sexually with, I end up getting attracted or turned on by that. And it, that's just a natural thing that's going to happen, um, which is so important why 
now I just don't want to partake in anything like that where I'm pleasing myself in that kind of way unless it's with my husband because wow. I want to continually just desire him and to get a greater hunger for him because he's my husband and I can glorify the Lord by pleasing him and yes. serving him and of course serving him in every way also includes sexually mm. wow I love that so much I love that you said that it was kind of like this controlling aspect where you were like okay well if I can give him everything that he's seeing in mm. pornography he'll never have to go anywhere else yeah and so, so when, when did you realize that, wow, I'm, I'm watching so much of this where it's becoming an addiction? Like, it wasn't just you were, like, watching it here and there, but, mm -hmm. it, like, when did you realize it was an addiction? I, it, it wasn't until, um, until I decided to give that to him, um, because... To Christ. Yeah, to Christ, because... Up until that point, I really, like, just tried to convince myself and really felt, because I would surround myself with people that were also super sexual and uh, anything goes, and I felt like it was normal, and I really started to grasp onto, well, it's even, not even is it just normal, it's healthy, and it should be being done, and something super toxic I used to say to a lot of women um, would be, I would find out that they don't masturbate and I would just be like, man, that's so not healthy. Like if you don't want to have sex with you, why do you think anyone else would want to have sex with you? Wow. And I would be encouraging these women to do it and God, I hope that they were protected and still that didn't resonate with them and they didn't end up feeling like that's something that they needed. Um, so... Um, when I submitted to Christ at 23, it was, the altar call was basically, um, for people that had never allowed the Lord into them, mm -hmm. into their house. Um, and then, or the second was people that had let him in before, but weren't giving him access to every room in the home. Mm -hmm. And I knew that that was me and I had never given him access to my lustful nature because I... I claimed it as part of my identity. I'm just a sexual person. Like, that's how I am, and I need sex, and I would say that. And I, I feel like every time I would say it, it was giving it more power. Like, I, wow. it was feeding it, and it was growing inside of me. Mm -hmm. And um, my lustful nature, I'd never give him access to. And then also, like, my pornography addiction. I loved just pleasing myself anytime, all the time that I wanted. So, um, and... When I gave that up to him and he delivered me from it, over the past two years, I have realized, wow, like that wasn't just um, a little thing. Um, and then speaking with you and um, speaking with other people, like it's become very clear and evident to me that it is an addiction. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know how else to word it. It just, mm -hmm. it shaped so many things in my life and it crippled me from being able to um, have healthy relationships and have a, a healthy sex life, which now I know is the most healthy in the confinement of marriage. Yeah. But um, 
one thing is that I was having sex so much with myself that I wasn't even necessarily attracted to uh, sex with another person. Wow. And I, the last relationship I, I was in was for about five years. It was after my high school relationship. And towards the last six months, um, I just had no interest in having sex. And it, it wasn't necessarily because I wasn't attracted to him. It was just, I was more interested in having sex with myself. Mm. And um, it, that's because that's what I was training myself into. Like, that's what my body craved because mm. I was doing it so often. And I, like, we love to understand this is something that we've learned even science backs all of this up like the way that God created us whenever you climax all of your senses literally latch on to everything that's happening in that moment mm -hmm. and that one analogy of the man whose wife isn't giving him sex and he is not being pleased he goes out to the barn every night and masturbates and uh, he ends up getting uh What's it called? Uh, well, because he had his boots on. Right? Yeah, he would be so, looking down at his cowboy boots. But what's it called? A fetish. He ends oh, up getting a, yeah. like a cowboy boot fetish. And every time he has sex after that, he wants to be wearing his cowboy boots. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's a real thing. Mm -hmm. and um, It's like latched to his brain to yeah. be connected to that image mm -hmm. where now he has to climax mm -hmm. to that all the time which is such a beautiful and powerful thing when you're only latching on to all things that are your spouse because mm -hmm. it's only creating that stronger um connection with you two and intimacy when y'all have sex but it's it's harmful whenever you're climaxing over and over again to yourself or mm -hmm. to pornography mm -hmm. um because thank the lord i didn't end up um not being able to um, climax without looking at the pornography. Um, but I know I've heard testimonies of people not being able to climax unless they bring a screen into wow. the room yeah. um, or have they'll have sex with their spouse that they love, but they have to turn on mm -hmm. porn while they're having sex. Because that's the thing that they have attached to yeah, their brain to arouse them to climax right. wow um but yeah I didn't really I I didn't understand that it was actually an addiction and how much it had really impacted me until after the Lord delivered me from it wow so like after he delivered you was when you were seeing all the moments inside your life where it was like wow like my, I had basically given my life over to pornography so much mm -hmm. and kind of like wasted a lot of time. Is, For sure. So that's what you were realizing during yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And in the same way that drugs or alcohol or any addiction that you can form, it, it ends up stealing a lot of your time. Because I remember there would be days when if I would have nothing to do, I would just spend the whole day wasting it away, masturbating mm -hmm. or looking at porn. Like, man, so many hours lost, you know? Yeah. Um, wow. I, I see myself in your story so much when it comes to this um, from the just wasting so much time. Uh, so many days just giving mm -hmm. yourself away to pornography or masturbation and like how much in a sense death and 
fruit it's taking away from us just giving ourselves to something that's really not replenishing us mm-hmm. at all it's taking away from us mm-hmm. um so did you tell people about the pornography addiction after um you got uh saved or was it still something that was like hidden um you were actually the first person that I shared the details of yeah the Lord delivered me from this um and I can't remember but definitely after I shared that with you I became more open to sharing it with other people Mm -hmm. and um now it's more from a compassion standpoint because I don't want anybody to go through that or or to reap the the harm that comes from giving yourself over to pornography. Um, I don't want to see that impact them in that same way. Their relationships, their mm-hmm. sex life, their marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, just having an unhealthy view of what real intimacy is, um, why God created sex and how much more pleasing it is. Yeah. Um, which is something that really shook me because I understand now that sex is not for my pleasure. It's, it's for the pleasure of my spouse. Um, if you are Christian, you're familiar with knowing that we are coming from everything at a servant, um, servant posture in our heart. Um, how can I serve this person? And in the most way with your spouse, it would be, of course, how can I please them? Um, and I lived all of my life thinking that sex was about my own pleasure and pleasing myself, which ended up making me just please myself with nobody else anymore. Mm. Um, I actually began to become really isolated and when I would have sex all the time with myself, um, it really made me withdraw from just people and men because I would be like, man, I really don't need anybody. Like I have myself, I'm an independent woman. I can care for myself, provide for myself. I can even have sex with myself. Mm -hmm. And what do I even need a man for? And, um, like this independent feeling. Yeah. But I really feel like it was like a twisted, like the enemy was using it to withdraw me and like isolate me into just myself where I couldn't see outside of myself or, or the benefit that other people in my life have, especially a man or a partner. Like he was, um, the value of a partner was completely just diminishing in front of me where I saw no point. Um, and I was like, even if I wanted to have a kid, like all I could do is just go and get artificial insemination and have a kid on my own. I literally need a man for nothing. Um, and then of course that's the beginning of just disrespect for a man, Mm. um, thinking that you don't need them because anybody will tell you that knows anything about healthy marriage, um, men respond so well to the posture of a woman that says, I need you. They want to be needed. And yeah, I could not do that for a man in that time of my life because I truly believed I didn't need them for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I just 
really disrespectful to like all the men that God created and uh yeah yeah I that's so good I, I love all that so where you're at now have you seen any like repercussions because of watching pornography for so long mm-hmm. um I think it definitely contributes to thoughts that I'll have now um one of them being just gross thoughts that that you I have to give to the Lord every time they pop into my mind like why am I picturing what they look like having sex or why mm-hmm. did I just imagine them naked or why I, I don't like this Lord please take it from me clean my mind I don't want to move towards anyone with a sexual like viewing them as a sexual object essentially um so definitely that it pornography just puts these thoughts in your mind where you can just so easily um your imagination goes there yeah and um so there's that but also the lord did totally deliver me i i from uh, september 1st i have not masturbated or watched porn since then um, September 1st of 2018, 2018. 2018. And, um, but, uh, once a month or so I would have, um, these really, really vivid dreams and they were kind of like nightmares, like sex nightmares or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would wake up in the dream. Essentially I would be going into doing the act. I would, I would get turned on by something on my phone or, um, I would end up just deciding, okay, I'm going to do it. Like, it's not a big deal, whatever. And I would go into wanting to do it or beginning to um, or doing it. And I would wake up and I'd be like, oh, God, thank you. It's a dream. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm past. I, that's not me anymore. That doesn't define who I am anymore. Thank you, Lord, for um, just praising him for removing that from me. Um, because it's not me. It has not been me in my own strength at all. Um, there have been spurts in my life where I didn't recognize it as a real issue, but I would try to stop, and I just wouldn't because I didn't. I, I didn't have a strong enough uh, reason or like foundation that I was rooted in to keep me from it, and I would just fall back into it because I didn't. I was like, yeah, whatever. Like it's not a big deal. But um, other than the dreams. Um, those are definitely repercussions and then uh, just the perverted imagination and more frequency of the the perverted thoughts that are in my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are definitely repercussions. I think um, I haven't had a really serious relationship, of course, um, since I've been clean, but I definitely know that one day when I'm very serious with a man that we want to get married or something like that. Not something like that. The only reason I want to date is to get married and have a husband. But um, I know that these are conversations that are going to be have to have. And then, of course, going into marriage with our sex life, I know that just things are going to look different. Um, and I'm going to have to be very transparent with him with what's, what's going through my mind and things yeah. like that. So, repercussions are still coming, but I know that the Lord's with me, and I know that um, 
it's going to be okay. <laughs> Amen. Yes, I completely agree. Uh, so, in your own words, why does God call us to purity? To protect us, um, 100%, because we're his children that he loves dearly. And whenever we're physically or emotionally intimate, any form of intimacy with somebody, um, bonds are being created. And along with those bonds comes heartbreak whenever those bonds are broken. So it's really just to protect us. It's, it's out of love. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's why so many people and myself are scared, have been scared of falling in love or because mm. um, they think that they can protect themselves from that pain. But really it's, if you are intimate with anybody in any way, emotional or physical, even just friendships, um, there's that possibility of being hurt, of course, because bonds are being created. So I really just think that that's, that's what it's about um, as far as purity goes, why God created it. It's to protect us. Pure, purity is for protection in my eyes. Amen. I love that. Okay, so where you're at right now, mm-hmm. what are you doing to keep yourself away from all that? Or even, like, what is the Lord doing in your life? Um, what has he put in place of that? Mm, that's good. He, I mean, my friendship with you it has been really powerful um, because being able to have somebody that holds you accountable and knows what your priority is. Um, for me, you know that my priority is to walk very closely with the Lord and to grow in deeper intimacy with Him. And along with that comes things that you know that I want to uphold um, to better be in His image like I'm called to be. And um, you really help me hold me accountable to that. Um, But yeah, another thing is, um, like I said, just, I always thought for so long it was about the physical Mm -hmm. intimacy, Um, but I did, I dated a guy, um, kind of getting to know him this past year for a few months, and I realized how powerful emotional intimacy is. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I don't just have casual sexual relationships anymore, but even without that, um, it was really hard to let go of the um, dating relationship that we um, had for a few months, um, even though we didn't physically indulge in each other. So yeah, just, I ask myself, or I feel like a question that the Holy Spirit poses to me a lot is just, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing right now? Or like, why, why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. Um, And I've had to be really honest with myself when I answer, why am I going to hang out with this person right now? Is it because I'm bored? Mm -hmm. Is it because I want attention? Is it because I have nothing better to do? Um, is this really actually 
the most loving thing that I could do to this person right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when feelings get involved, like I know my feelings would be really hurt if I discovered that a guy was just hanging out with me to feed his ego yeah. um, or because he had nothing better to do. Like that is mm-hmm. very hurtful. Yeah. And uh, it is just when the Holy Spirit kind of keeps those thoughts on my forefront Mm -hmm. it's just so convicting because I know I've done it to people before and I don't want to hurt anybody I don't want to hurt God's children I want to I really want to love and serve them and sometimes loving and serving someone looks like just leaving them alone (laughs) wow that's so that's been really hard for me to 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 um accept (laughs) I, I really love that. You you brought up something um, about why am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. Is it boredom? Is it, like, just why? Like, what's the intention behind it? And it brought something back up for me with pornography that I was noticing in my life, so I want to know if this happened in yours as well. But do you, did you ever pinpoint, like, what the intention behind why you were watching pornography was Mm -hmm. like what was the trigger point where you were like oh now I need to watch it um I felt like pornography allowed me to indulge in things that I was too ashamed to do to go out and do so I had curiosities and desires inside of me um, and I was able to feed those through pornography um, which is a very like twisted kind of thinking because for instance I don't want to be super vulgar but I mean like a threesome Mm -hmm. or whatever sexual fantasy that, that somebody might have um, I would feel better about who I am as a person when I would satisfy myself with that, watching it in a video. And I almost felt like it was, it made me better than the people that are actually out here wow. doing it in the physical, which is not, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when Jesus says, if you even look at a woman with lust in your eyes, then you've committed adultery. Mm. And I'm over here thinking, oh, I can look at these things that are I'm desiring or that I'm lusting for. Um, and I'm better than these people that are committing it. Yeah. But in, it's, it's the same thing, like I said. And... Um, I was deceived. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very deceived. Wow. That, yeah, it brings up the next question of, so in marriage, since God calls us to purity, um, would you say that watching pornography inside of marriage is adultery? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would use the same verse that I shared. Definitely. Because um, I've come to an understanding that sex was created by God to please your spouse, to Mm -hmm. serve them. We serve our spouse in all ways. And of course, Mm -hmm. one of those ways is to pleasure them sexually. Um, So definitely, um, 
I pray for guidance and strength if I ever have to endure that with my spouse one day. Um, but that's why it's so important for me to um, heed to the Lord in, in every way right now so that he can take all the things away from me and really prepare the woman that he um, need, wants me to be for the man that he's shaping right now as well. Um, and that's definitely a red flag as far as dating for me. Um, I wouldn't uh, entertain a relationship with somebody that has a pornography addiction or any kind of addiction or anything that's it's apparent that um, they need to give to the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, not because I'm being judgmental, but um, I just uh, feel like things will be magnified in marriage. For sure. And if I'm willing to enter into a dating relationship and there's already those things, um, once again, I'm deceiving myself if I think that they're just going to go away mm. in marriage. Wow. Yeah, completely, completely agree. So for the people that are listening to this or watching this on the other end, um, and they're struggling and haven't been set free yet, what would you tell them uh, to do to encourage them? Man, I feel like so much of my words come from my relationship with you because I have even felt guilty in times. Like, Lord, why did you instantly deliver me? Thank you so much, Jesus, um, that you just put a strength in me, uh, just uh, pushing away immediately of the, those things. Um, but being able to walk with you while you're, you're wrestling with this desire that's been, that's been rooted in you, um, that you don't want and you know you don't, um, has just been so edifying to me. And I just want anybody that's out there that is, has found Jesus and is really falling in love with him and you know that that's something that... Um, you can't bring with you. Um, the Bible tells us to take up our cross every day. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of your cross right now if you're still dealing with it. And and that's okay. Um, he's just asking you to continue to pick it up daily. Mm -hmm. Continue to pick it up daily. Mm -hmm. So if you fall into it one day and you're just consumed with the shame and the guilt and disgust that comes along with it, just remember his mercies are made new every single morning um, the next day he's just asking you the same thing that he asked you to do the day before which is to pick up your cross once again mm -hmm. and um, he's still with you through it in it and um, if, if you haven't experienced um, the completion of being pulled from that addiction um, then it's not over He's not done. Wow. Um, all things will be made to glorify him. All things will be made for his good. Mm. Um, so just be encouraged um, and pay attention to what you pay attention to. And that's something that one of our favorite pastors, <laughs> Jonathan Pacluda, says. Yes. Really, though, um, pay attention to what you're feeding, your eyes, your ears, Um I mentioned to her before that I was in my room one day and my roommate was watching Game of Thrones and it was like temptation for me to even hear like 
the sex scene that was happening. I was just like, whoa, like, uh, that's a lot. I don't want to listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just just uh, pay attention to what you pay attention to. Um, guard your heart mm. and uh, yeah. pray. Amen. Pray, pray, pray. Give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord. Amen. Uh, the Game of Thrones thing kind of brings up something for me. So what practical steps can mm-hmm. they take out of their life? Like mm-hmm. certain TV shows or things uh, like that. TV shows, what you follow. I've had to unfollow a lot of um, Instagram accounts because there was a lot of um, things that were triggers, I suppose. Um the content was very sexual or um, provocative, so I had to unfollow them, and, and some of them were even my friends, mm-hmm. um, and I, for a while, I was kind of like, man, I don't want their feelings to be hurt because I unfollow them, but you know what, like, if that conversation comes up, it, it's an opportunity to, for you to be op, um, honest, um, for you to share, like, it's going to be very vulnerable, but I'm going to have to say, hey, well, truly it was because I am overcoming um, the sexual desires that are inside of me that I don't believe are God-honoring, mm-hmm. and um, some of the content that you were posting was uh, very um, sexual to me, exactly. um, and, you know, I find you you're beautiful, um, you're attractive, um, but it's just not something that... Um, is okay for me to be putting my eyes on at the moment, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they might be offended or they might be flattered or both like right. at the same time, but it's just, man, it's, it's honesty, transparency, um, mm-hmm. yeah, practical things like that, what you, what you listen to, what TV shows you're watching, who you're following. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've got to do whatever we can to protect ourselves and guard ourselves Put on the whole armor of God um, because I mean the darts from the enemy are gonna come at us in any way and if we leave one opening up for him to come in that can just take over everything and mm-hmm. lead us to stumbling mm-hmm. so I love what you said about the the Game of Thrones thing yeah. getting getting rid of TV shows following people like we have to to protect ourselves yeah. and I mean even Jesus when he spent 40 days in the wilderness and the devil finally fleed from him it says she pointed it out to me that it's in the text it says that it was in tool an opportune time he fleed but not mm-hmm. for good he wasn't done he was just waiting for an opportune time to come yeah. back in and try and be a tempter wow yeah it's very true he's gonna He's going to keep trying, and we've just got to pick up our cross every single day, Mm -hmm. like you said. Be aware. Be aware. Block out these things. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy we got to do this, (laughs) and I'm happy we did this in person. Um, It's definitely a lot more intimate in person sharing this type of stuff, Um, and I'm just really blessed that you shared your testimony with not just me, but everybody else. I am really glad to have you as a friend, as my accountability partner, as someone that I've just been able to release and just be open with about all of this. It's been really great. Um, So for anybody that is listening Mm -hmm. and they want to connect with you, ask you questions, um, where can they find you? Uh, My Instagram is kristenmartinez143. I'm not super active as far as content goes at the moment, but 
I would definitely message you back if you reach out. And um, right now, that's where you can find me. Yay! Awesome! I pray that on uh, your guys' end, you have found so much encouragement through Kristen's testimony. Um, and just continue to put your guard up, guys. The Lord is working in your life, and there's no condemnation uh, to be had on your end about anything that you're going through. The Lord is continuing to make you in His image. Um, so yeah, I pray that this has just um, revealed to you so much about Him and His purpose for your life. And I pray you all have a great rest of your day. <laughs>